0: Let's talk to our buddy, Jim Paterik, from Survivor, founding member. He's been on the show
1: a Uh, bunch of times. Jimmy, good morning. We are so caught up in you today. Uh,
2: Good morning, Torg and Jerry. How are you doing?
1: We're good. We're just trying to get through uh, as best we can. Are you in L.A. currently? Where are you at?
2: I'm in my hometown of Chicago, Illinois.
1: Yeah, you got Chicago spiking right now, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, that's a dubious honor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Hey,
0: what's the deal? We heard that uh, there's, what, coyotes, Jerry, on Michigan Avenue yeah, those, or something like that? Did you see
1: those photos, Jim? I,
2: I did not. I didn't even know the women uh, were, were doing that.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old coyote. you got to pay extra for the coyote. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got coyotes in, in the backyard here, which is pretty weird. I'm in the suburb of, of Burr-Rich, and I'm not used to seeing those those mangy dogs uh, around, right? What, what, what's going on with the, that? You know, it's yeah. Do you so have any? Weird. Do you have
0: any animals? Do you have any dogs or anything you got to worry about that stuff?
2: No, my son has two cats w- with his his wife and kids. Uh, but boy, that's so weird because tigers are getting it now, man. Th- they don't have the eye of the tiger. I got to tell you, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah.
1: They should have used your song in the Tiger King. They did. Oh, they did.
2: Yeah, episode seven. You'll hear it.
1: Oh, because I watched. I guess I, it got by me.
2: Yeah, no, it's we're a part of that. That really cool. I mean, it's it's like watching a train wreck. You can't look away. You know.
1: Every, yeah, every episode, you just went, "What it, it did really I just is. see?"
0: Yeah. Hey, Jim, but with with, yeah. with Eye of the Tiger. Let's say you didn't, because I don't even know if people realize all the songs you wrote. But let's say you just did in your career, Eye of the Tiger, and that's the only thing you did. Right, kind of like a one-hit wonder, which you're not. Would you be able to live comfortably just off the royalties from that song?
2: Uh I believe I could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that that's been a, a blessing, the the gift that keeps giving, you know. And it sounds corny, and I don't mind going down to the mailbox and picking up some mailbox money, but what means even more to me is the lives and the people that it's it's motivated and and inspired. And that's what the, the whole purpose of that song really was uh you know when I left Survivor in '96, that I look back at those days on the road and the people standing and cheering. And in the year 2020, it's it's still going on. I, I'm doing a thing with uh, the local radio station in Chicago, The Drive, where I'll be conducting "I of the Tiger," and people will be hopefully singing it from their uh, balconies and and porches.
1: Oh, that's so, good.
2: Yeah, you know, you do what you can in these desperate times. It's really really bad. I mean. Uh, I'm raising money now. You know, I have that song uh, "Empty Arena." Yeah, we played it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. we sampled oh, it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank you, appreciate it. As money is going towards uh, Music Cares. Uh, it's a Grammy Foundation for, you know, the gigging musician that isn't as fortunate as people like me that have a royalty stream. They they live from show to show, from gig to gig, and they're they're hurting. You know, my son's band. Uh, he has a Sealy Dan tribute band called Brooklyn Charmers they had 40 shows canceled and, and not canceled but moved you know to the mm. the, the fall yeah and, and and we and we're hoping for that we don't know what's in the wind really and that's that's pretty pretty scary
1: how long into this current pandemic were we when you penned, uh empty arena
2: well it was the day after that I saw the black crows on on TV which was really great uh, that had to be three weeks ago now. Okay. And they're playing to an empty theater. They're doing their reunion to an empty theater, and I thought that was so damn cool. And uh, then you see all the you know people, in, especially in the country market, you know, streaming from their living rooms.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh,
2: very inspiring. And, and I just went to the piano, and I had my pad of paper, and I said, this is the sound of one hand clapping in the empty arena. What if the team scored a touchdown and nobody cheered? What if the band did their big encore with no one to hear? And it just it started flowing. And uh, this is still a time when I could call a few musicians together at, at my studio and we cut the track. And and now it's you know downloadable on iTunes and Spotify and uh, all those cool things that they do now. Mm-hmm. And and I'm donating a portion of that to, to, to Music Cures. I've, I've raised five thousand dollars already for Music Cares, and the you know, it's kind of a safety net for the bands that that really need it. You know, Jim, uh,
0: we like stories, and we were talking to Alice Cooper a little bit ago, and he was to, when he did an album, he called up Paul McCartney and had different guys on his album. When you work on stuff, who are some of the bigger name guys that you can call up that would help you out? Because you've wrote for so many people.
2: Well, I, I'm really fortunate because two blocks away from me is Dennis DeYoung. That, that's where he lives. And oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we uh we did a song together for my Jim Peterik World Stage album last year called Proof of Heaven, which went tremendously popular on on YouTube. And now um he's just finished his his album that's coming out in Frontiers in May. And I was uh, I was honored to be a, a co-writer on six of the songs and play a lot of guitars and bass and you know, I mean when you live two blocks away, it's Yeah. you know, you jog over there with your guitar and uh it's it's really been fun. So he's one of my real go-to guys, and Don Barnes, you know, thirty-eight special. I, we, we love Don. I was just
1: gonna bring Don up. I have it written down. <laughs> yeah, he. We have him on. He's a big proponent of yours. He loves you, man.
2: Well, it, the feelings mutual. And people ask me what's your favorite collaborations through the years, and of course, I have to say, you know, Frankie Sullivan. We wrote so many uh, really really good songs in my days with Survivor. Uh, not only, you know, I of the Tiger, but things like I Can't Hold Back and Cry on You and Burning Heart. Those are really good days. But right up there is Don Barnes and, of course, Jeff Carlisi because the biggest hits were uh, written, the three of us, sitting around the kitchen table. And, uh, you know, the first song we wrote together, Hold On Loosely, you know, and uh, ca- caught lightning in a bottle with that one. And and then, you know, from there it was... Caught up in you, fantasy girl, wild-eyed Southern boys, chain lightning, and the chemistry was just right.
0: Yeah, he's cool. He comes on and tells a lot of good stories. Yeah, he's good. Were you married when you wrote "Eye of the Tiger"? I was okay. Because uh, I, I was th-
2: going to say that's a
0: chick getter. You know, you uh, put that song on. That's, that's a panty that's dropper. That's a panty dropper, Jim.
2: <laughs> Here they are, the panty droppers. <laughs>
1: they were doo band, the panty droppers. I, I like that. It's like the honey
2: drippers and then the, the panty, panty
1: droppers. Dropper.
0: Hey, who came, <laughs> who came up because the one thing about that song is the beginning of the song. Dun, dun, dun. Who came up with that part, and did you write the lyrics before
2: the music? Oh man, good questions. No, actually, um that those bump bomb, bomb, bombs. I have my guitar around my neck and I'm trying to score the punches with with these chords I heard in my head. And you know, they're they're bump, 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 spop. There's that one thing where I where I drive every drummer crazy because I stagger it and that's because I was waiting for the next punch, you know. And uh, so that's where that came from. And in terms of what came first, the chicken or the egg, I guess it kind of came together, you know. And Frankie started the uh, the ball rolling on the lyric. He goes, "Um, back on the street, doing time, taking chances. And from there, I go, holy, that sounds cool. And I said, how about rising up back on the street, did my time, took my chances, you know, went the distance. Now, I'm not going to stop, just a man in his will to survive we were off and running. Oh, nice! And, you know, Stallone. It all started with a phone call from Stallone. I thought someone was putting me on. Hey, yo, Jim, give me a call. It's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really. I it, I. it took me an hour to call him back because I thought it was a, a, some joker, you know, pretending to be Stallone. My wife says you better call him back. Yeah. I call. You know, I call him back. I go, Is this really Sylvester Stallone? This is it Jim Peterick. He goes. Yo, Jimbo, call me Sly. Right on.
1: Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah, sure.
2: Wow. And he says, I got this new movie, Rocky 3, and I don't want to use a Gonna Fly Now song. It's a nice song, but I want something for the kids. Can you help me out?
1: So, I, 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 and I just heard, you. so it is Peter Rick, not Paterik.
2: Yes, Peterik. You know, I, as long as the, the the checks come to my mailbox, it's okay. And it's right spelled on. correctly. You yes. know, Jim,
1: but, I've got a, a couple of kids, but one in particular down in Nashville, and he's struggling with. You know, he's writing, and man, he's he he puts the time in. But you didn't you write a book? Year, I remember putting you on the air. Of, what ten years ago? Didn't you write a book on songwriting? If someone out there is listening.
2: Yeah, thanks for uh, mentioning. It. It's called Songwriting for Dummies. It was Songwriting for Dummies. We qualify for, for that, yeah. Jerry. The Dummies, dummies yes, part. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it, you know that's the the yellow and black Bible. Right. And uh, you know it's it's a bestseller in it worldwide in different languages and really the hints that I use. You know, it's not real technical because who needs that? It's really about the techniques I use to chain start my uh, my heart and get get it working and. Working on, you know, just very simple suggestions, and then of course stories behind my biggest songs like I of the Tiger and Vehicle, and on and on.
0: Hey, get Empty Arena, folks! We want to let you know you can stream it: Amazon.com, Apple Music, Spotify. Hey, Jim, with your ten, ta- you know, if you could be in any band, and a lot of people would say, well, I'd be in the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. But if you could pick a band that you felt your talents fit best in, what band would you be in? Wow.
2: Probably my own band, the Ides of March.
0: Okay. Well, what about another band, though, like a popular band? And you'd say, if you just listened to them and thought, well, I I could fit in well and I could write songs really well with those guys.
2: Oh, right. Well, it would have to be the Eagles.
1: The Lawrence Welk band?
2: (laughs) Uh, who who doesn't love Lawrence Welk? Yeah, the uh,
1: Eagles. I get it. Good choice.
2: You know, I mean, the, the consummate songwriters and performers... John Henley, absolutely brilliant. He could sing the phone book and it would sound good, you know. Uh, But I love the Rolling Stones. You mentioned that. I wouldn't mind uh, touring with them and writing with Jagger, brilliant songwriter. Uh, You know, listen to the lyrics of Tumbling Dice, and if you can understand them, they're unbelievably good. Well, for you,
0: do you like the. Because a lot of people, like if you're creating a TV show, some people like writing and creating rather than acting. When it comes to music, do you like creating the music rather than performing?
2: I like it both. You, you mentioned Nashville, and I, I love Nashville. I spent time down there. Yeah, you know, so cool do I. Writing. You know, I, I love it, and it's unbelievable the transformation of that town. It's, it's, I, I don't even recognize it anymore, but it's cool. And, um uh, But these guys, 24-7, they're in a cubicle writing songs. I'm not that guy. I I have to get out there and play.
1: I'm with you. I need
2: need the intel. I need the stimulation. That's what stokes my my pencil to to write a great song. I want to see what they're reacting to, what they're not reacting to. Mm -hmm. I want to feel the energy, and I try to transfer that energy to the song.
1: Well, Jim, you're a great guest. Good luck really with are. uh, Empty Arena. We're going to encourage everyone to download that today, and uh, good luck to you. I know it is strange times indeed, but uh, we felt fortunate to be able to get you on the on the phone this morning.
2: Well, it, it's my pleasure. Uh, I got to tell you, we used to uh, have, have a great show at the Agora yeah. in Columbus, yeah. and the Ids played there uh, at least twice and uh, to a, a wonderful crowd. This was back in the, the vehicle days. So um, thank you. Hello, Columbus. Hey, you hey, know, real, or...
0: hey, real quick, before we let you go, Jim, because we're buddies with Sticks, and I know JY, and you talked to Dennis. Just having a conversation with those guys, would they ever, do you think they'd ever perform together? Because I've got to think if they ever get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they got to take the stage with each
1: yeah, other. Yeah, Dennis has to be up there.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, uh, you know, Dennis has been, and it's no secret, literally begging. He has, guys yeah, to to do one more tour for the fans, and so far, you know, nothing's happened. But he's very open about it, and uh, that would be an amazing show.
0: Well, well I c- I could always show, do
1: yeah. it, babe. Yeah. I love you.
0: You sound like Kermit the Frog, Jerry. Keep working on that. Yeah. Get his book. Songwriting for Gumbers. I'm going to get the book. (laughs) Yes. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Jim. All right.
2: Okay. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.